so it's sort of embarrassing, but um, it's pretty effective. The team and I were stalkers. We're online stalkers, and I say that um, not the normal way that you say that you think about it. But I'll get into it in a second. Um, I guess more than a second. So recently, we've had a few listings, and thank God we get we get called a lot of times. Jade, Will, myself. Now we have Vico on the team, and maybe someone else in the future. We'll see. Um, but anyways, we get these calls from people, sellers, um, many times, where they've had their property on the market with usually great agents, and they haven't had luck selling the home. Maybe they've had it on the market for a year, six months, nine months, um, or over a year. And these sellers, you know, I, I look at it this way: if I was selling my house, I would probably have. A lot of motivation to move. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't be selling my house. And because I have memories in my house, just like any owner, I would probably get emotional when I'm selling it. I would, I would think that、um, people are gonna love my house, just like、um, you know, like I do or I did once, you know, before it sold. And、um, it would probably be really, really depressing. Where people came to my house all the time, or no one came to my house to see it to to sell it. I'm not selling my house, but I know how it feels to、um, be in that position where you have such a personal item being put on the market and it gets rejected. And so, with that said, we've had these listings recently,、um, and it, within the last.、Um, Month and a half, we've had two that were on the market for roughly a year with other really, really amazing agents, and they weren't able to sell them. And we got these calls, these random calls from people that we didn't know, and、um, they liked our marketing. They 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 found us online. They must have seen our videos. They, they contact us for many reasons, or another agent in another area knows of us, and they. They shared our information with the seller, and then the seller gave us this call. So what we do is, so with these two properties, one of them was on the market for a year, and we sold it in nine days, and at a number that the seller was very happy with. And then we had another property that was on the market just under a year, and we sold it in six days. In fact, before it even came on the market, we had a An offer from my Instagram story, and then we got two other offers, and we accepted. We accepted one of them, a cash offer, very close to the asking price. And keep in mind, this property was on the market for a year, and it did not sell. So, with that said, how do we do it? So, back to the stalker thing that I mentioned, and it's sort of like I said, it's, it sounds a little weird when I talk about it, but. Basically, what we do, and think about it, we we try and be like detectives or reverse engineers, and just think about any product. If you were going to create a product, and let's let's use、um, Gatorade for a second. If you're going to create Gatorade before you put it on the market to sell it, you're not just going to put it on the market to sell to everyone. You're going to find out. Who you think are your potential buyers for your Gatorade, and then you're gonna probably figure out it's athletes, whether it's professional athletes 
or it's athletes that are weekend warriors, you know, these people that play in their own leagues or just people that like sports. Those would probably be the type of people that would buy Gatorade. And so you would probably market to those people in in um, avenues where those people would see your ad. Maybe it's on um, watching a football game, basketball game. Maybe it's on Instagram when someone is looking at certain things or whatever. So it's funny that it's sort of obvious what I'm telling you, that you find out who the buyer is and you're creating product, you find out who the buyer is and then you market it in the best possible places to sell your product. And while you're doing that, you also create branding, you create emotional content. I'm sure you've seen Gatorade or Nike's ads where there's an emotion, where people like your brand from the marketing that you do because you are basically whatever the copy, whatever is written or in the video or is shown in print, people are seeing it and it's re they're relating to it and it makes them want the product more. So pretty obvious. I'm not a genius to know this, but um, so anyways, in real estate, it's, it's amazing that, you know, real estate, the biggest product that the typical person is selling, the biggest item they have, their biggest asset that they're going to sell, the biggest money they're going to pay for services. You know, sometimes we we get people paying us six-figure commissions from, you know, obviously we do a lot of work to earn it, but people that are spending that much money um, to get something done, it's amazing how in the real estate field, most people don't look at it that way as far as like that Gatorade example. But we don't. We look at it much. We look at it exactly like that. We we don't look at it like the typical real estate agent, no matter how good they are. They don't really go deep down into getting the information. And um, one of my friends a while back, his name is Josh Dottoli. He's an amazing agent in Fort Lauderdale. He's in his 30s and he's just killing it. He's doing so, so well. And I learned this from him. Um, and, you know, one of the things about real estate or anything in life is you don't have to be the smartest person to think about the concept. You have to be smart enough to follow concepts that actually work. <clears throat> so with that said, excuse me, with that said, every time we're going to put a property on the market, what we do is the team and I will spend a few hours. We'll look in the neighborhood and we'll look at potential homes that buyers of that type of home would probably look at because at the end of the day people um, will look at when they're looking for homes they'll say I have this budget you know let's say a million dollars for example I want five bedrooms four bath I want at least 3,500 square feet and I want a decent sized yard with a pool with an area with good schools that's typically how people look at things they don't look at a certain building. They don't look at a certain neighborhood. They probably look at multiple neighborhoods or multiple areas. So what we do is this, we pretend we're that buyer. And then we think about the areas that those people would be looking at. We just, we pull up a search on the MLS or Zillow or realtor.com truly or whatever it is, whatever a customer is going to look at. We find out the areas that are going to basically show up 
for that particular buyer. So in this case, with these two properties that I mentioned, and we've, we've done many of them, four, five, 10, it's, it's many of them, but these two examples were, you know, like I said, within probably about the last month and a half. So with that said, what we did is within that, depending on how many homes sell within that search that the person would be buying in. So say that million dollar search, if they did that, put in that criteria, we find out how many of those types of properties would sell within six months or a year. If it's a good amount, maybe 20, 25, and it's in six months or it's in a year, we're gonna search, what we do is we look up the property records. So say in this neighborhood, there were 25 um, homes that were sold in this neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods for someone looking at this type of property. So what happens is we, we manually look up every single person that bought the home and then we Google that person. This is the stalking part of this podcast. So if, if we look up, let's say we pull up a property and, um, Juan Rodriguez bought it, um, six months ago, we Google, we, we find his name, then we do a Google search on him and we find out Juan Rodriguez. And it's so easy to find this um, because we're pretty good at it. And, you know, Jade on the team is really good at finding stuff and I'm, I'm decent at it. The whole team actually is. So we pull up Juan Rodriguez. We check out all the information we can in a short time for Juan, Juan Rodriguez. We'll look at his social media accounts, uh, maybe YouTube, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. And we create a profile of Juan Rodriguez. If Juan is single, we put his information. Juan Rodriguez is single. He likes he likes um, sports. He likes basketball. He likes the Miami Dolphins. He he is from South Florida. That's where he was. He bought in South Florida. He's an attorney, and he's in his mid thirties. So we find out these profiles. So in this case, if there were twenty five of these these homes that were sold, we're going to find out everything we can on the owners. And then once we find that out, we are going to create a buyer profile. And this isn't about race or ethnicity that we don't care about that. What we care about is a demographic. So we're going to find out, for example, single people like, for example, Edgewater. Edgewater is an is a typical buyer in Edgewater or Brickell is a Henry. It's funny, the, the, the abbreviation. And a Henry means a high earner, not rich yet. High earner, not rich yet. That's how you get Henry. And so those people are typically single people. They, um, they're doing well in life. They're probably in the mid to late 20s to early 30s. Um, and whatever, they have professional jobs. So in this case, if it was Edgewater and it was a Henry, we would create. So what we do, I'll give you an example. So say it's in Edgewater or Brickle and we do the research. We find out that there were 27 people that bought in the last six months in this area. Then what we do is we, we find out the buyer profile and say the buyer profile is this Henry. A Henry could be a guy or girl. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they're gay, straight, lesbian, it doesn't matter. We don't care about that. We want to find out that buyer profile. They're, what they like, what their interests are, where they're from, what they do for a living, 
and um, basically their lifestyle, everything that's related to that. And then what we do, the next step is after we get that buyer profile, we have our photographer and our photographer, Lenny is amazing. We've, I've gone through probably, I don't know, 20 to 30 photographers in my 16 years of real estate and Lenny is the best. So then we go have Lenny take amazing photos of the place. The next thing we do after we get these photos back within a day or two, we take these photos, we send it, we have a ghostwriter. Our ghostwriter is like a professional writer. She writes books, she writes everything for celebrities, uh, famous people, but you know, a ghostwriter means her name isn't gonna be out there because she's writing it for that person. So you're not gonna see what's published by her or anything else, because that's just what a ghostwriter does. So we send, we send the photos, we send the buyer profile to her, and then what we do is we also send her something about the area. She's not in Miami, she's in California. Anyways, so then she creates a story, something that will resonate with that potential buyer. So like, I'll give you an example going back to Gatorade. If it's Gatorade and they were creating a marketing piece for these athletes, maybe they talk about, you know, the determination to succeed. Maybe if it's, uh, if it's, if they're selling shoes or shoe product, they're going to create maybe a story of, those days when you didn't want to wake up in the morning to work out and to run where you got home from work and you were just too tired but you still did it you put in the effort and after six eight nine months or a year you ran your marathon or half marathon and you succeeded in the end so if someone wrote a story about that for Gatorade however they did it that would probably be much more appealing than just doing that ad and just making it very generic so in this case our ghostwriter is going to write something very very um appealing to the buyer so we did we had a property in coral gables um in south miami and doral just a bunch of different places edgewater brickle and so we miami beach and so we write the i call it a script so that ghostwriter writes the copy, writes the words, writes the, the basically the ad for that property. The next step we do is after we get that ad, we have our videographer, John and Derek and others are amazing. Again, just like the photographers that I spent so much time and me, not just me, Jade, Will, everyone on the team, like searching for the best of the best of the best and john is amazing and you know i spend more money on some of the videos that we do than people spend for their wedding so and it's not just i it's the whole team we 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 want to make sure that the sale of your home is like our wedding and we're your we're your wedding planners and we're doing all the behind the scenes things we're making we're doing a ton of things, but you have no idea about it. We just want you to be happy at your wedding or at your closing, which is, I guess, the end of your wedding um, with the sale of your home. Anyways, let me stop making it confusing. But whenever we have the ghostwriter write the script. So then after we get the script, we have John create a video, John or Derek or whoever it is. Um, 
they create this amazing video where it creates the emotions. The, the, the videographer looks at the ad, they look at the script and they create the short movie. And based on that, we all of a sudden, we have a buyer that we know the buyer profile. We wrote something that was appealing. We took amazing photos. And then we have basically like a short film that will really appeal to that person. So once you do all that, the next step is where do you share it? And just like I said, with with Nike or Gatorade, or even like trucks like Chevy or Ford, they always advertise like sporting events. That's where they're gonna share stuff about Gatorade, Nike, and you know, on the on the and these other products. So with that said, once we get all this information, we're gonna find out exactly where to advertise. Whether it's, um, we're gonna do a few things. So one thing is, it's called a YouTube pre-roll ad. So we can connect someone's search. So if someone is searching like in Edgewater for homes on Google, so say they put Edgewater Zillow or Edgewater Homes or however they do it, we're gonna connect. So say that person is doing that search on Google, but then later at night, you know, they're not even thinking about looking at homes or whatever. They're on YouTube and they're looking at whatever, Gary Vee, the cooking show or whatever it is they're looking at on YouTube. But right before they watch what they're watching, our YouTube pre-roll ad is going to play in front of them. So we're going to have someone who has high intent to purchase. Then we're going to create an ad that that is very appealing to them and it's going to find them. And we don't just do it on YouTube. We do it on multiple things of social media, multiple social media platforms. Also, we're going to do other stuff, retargeting ads on the web. I'm not going to get very, very um, into it. I'm not going to make it so complex. But anyways, that's how we do it. And because we've been doing it this way, their properties with amazing agents, these are really, really good agents where they're not able to sell these properties. We get the property. We use our our secret sauce, as I call it. And it's not that secret because I just gave it to you. But we've been doing it so many times that we've become an expert at it. And it'll give someone's property the best, best possible chance of selling. So that's our secret formula. And if you ever want to hear more in depth about it, or just want to put your property on the market, this isn't a pitch, but obviously there are people out there that want to sell their homes or want to buy homes. And if you ever want to do that, please reach out to us. You can go to allinmiami.com allinmiami.com and there's a contact button there and you can reach out to us and if you want to see our videos you can go to the same website allinmiami.tv instead of .com so allinmiami.tv for the videos and allinmiami.com to check out a website or to contact us thanks so much for listening hope you're doing well and like i say always love you thanks so much for consuming our content take care and all the best Thank you.